there and can make it back. Salutations and shit, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of your favorite travel podcast, Travel and Shit, where I, your host, D. Carrie, have an experiential conversation about the nuanced ways that travel intersects with regular life. I'm happy to have you here. If you are new, welcome. If you are old, welcome. Either way, I'm glad that we're all here together. So jumping right into it, um, this episode was very loosely inspired by the clusterfuck that happened at, um, I can't even, it's the Oscars. It is the Oscars. Um, the whole Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock thing. So because a gift of mine is just making everything about travel, follow me here. I don't have any opinions necessarily about, um, the debacle. I am not invested in the outcome. So I'm not talking about the two of them, but what I will say is everyone else talking about it and all the think pieces and, um, comments and the commentary, you can't escape it. It's everywhere. And as, you know, unmoved by the matter of it all, as I am, it got me thinking about consequences. So gentleman at my job, uh, brought it up. Don't know why. And, you know, some, the trajectory, if you will, of the conversation landed itself to consequences. And that got me really on the ride home. I was thinking about all the consequences about the different travel lessons that I learned. Cause oddly enough, Today, I also ended up telling somebody about my Barcelona story. And so the two just connected and it was like, okay, this is, this is what we're going for today. So consequences are generally perceived to be of the negative uh, variation, uh, the negative variety. It is generally not attached to something lighthearted or something good. However, if you look at the definition, while it does note that it, in the second definition, because I looked it up, um, says that it is, in quotations, normally negative, but it is just the result of something. It is what comes after. So consequences don't always have to be bad, but considering that they generally have negative connotations, I wanted to touch on some of the, um, consequences that I experienced throughout my travels. And it'll bring me to an overall general point at the end where decisions don't necessarily have to be as big as we may think they are. I know I personally tend to stress myself out about making the right decision um, in a lot of different ways in life, in many different contexts. However, in travel in particular, I know that I will stress myself out about where I'm staying. I know I'll stress myself out about, well, what exactly am I going to give my attention and time to while I'm there? I'm there for a certain amount of days and I don't want to fuck around and end up spending time doing one thing then I do something else. So I will make a mountain out of a molehill. I will Bob Ross it as my brother uh, got me into. We were painting my kitchen wall. He was on one side, I was on the other. I turned around looked, I had gotten maybe three feet from my start point. He had gotten probably like 
seven. And he saw how little progress I made and <laughs> really was like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't, don't Bob Ross it. Like just fucking paint. And for those of you who don't know, Bob Ross is the happy trees, um, man of many of our youths who would just paint very calmly, very quickly also, but would just make something so beautifully elaborate in what you would look at it and think like, wow, that was so, how did you do that so quickly? He made it seem so fucking easy. And he made it seem as if it just was little flicks of the wrists, little, little things here, happy birds, happy trees. And it was just like a beautiful masterpiece of work of art. I was Bob Rossi. It, it was, I was really doing too much. And that is one of the, um, Call to, act, call to actions, if you will, that I give myself when I need to kind of reel it in and just zone in, just focus in on a few things as opposed to the many. So I'm going to go over a few things that kind of stuck the point home, if you will, kind of nailed the point throughout my experiences. So like I already mentioned, Barcelona. In Barcelona, I learned that you're generally better off just paying a little bit money to stay in the city center or spend a little bit money to stay close to what it is you want to do because you're going to end up spending, you're going to end up, you know, um, eating that cost in other ways, whether or not you are far from the things that you want to do. And like me, unfortunately, I ended up spending like $300 in taxis in like two days, three days. It was very sad experience, but, um, you know, I learned that lesson. I learned that it is worth it sometimes to spend a small amount to avoid spending a large amount. Um, and a lot of times that amount isn't just your finances. It's also your time, your energy, and your efforts, um, kind of unrelated. Well, not well, okay. So it wasn't the point I was going to make, but Qatar two two part one. So I ended up not spending the money to take a taxi. And I ended up spending my time while it should have taken me maybe five or 10 minutes to get to my hotel from the souk, like, which is an open market. It ended up taking me maybe like 45 minutes to an hour to find it. I was literally like a mile, maybe a mile and a half from it. So it should have only been a 15 minute walk, maybe 20 to get my bearings together. But it took two, three times that because I was hell bent on walking it. Now, mind you, it made for a good story, but my time, it was a lot of time that I could have spent. Um, and it was also not exactly, um, according to a few people along the way, wasn't exactly the, the safest choice to make. But also in Qatar, I learned that sometimes booking in advance pays off. So I ended up spending hundreds of dollars more to do an excursion. I ended up doing um, a camel ride and um, like driving through the desert where you do like the sand dunes. And it really felt like a fucking roller coaster. I also sat in the front. I hear that when you sit in the back of the car for that experience, like it tends to feel even more um, jarring because you are positioned differently in the car. But he explained it that way. It's kind of like when you sit in the front of the roller coaster versus the back of the roller coaster, like you feel it differently in different seats. But anyway, I think I'd seen it 
on Expedia or Viator for like $75. But when I got there, the window had closed for when I had to purchase the tickets on that app. So I tried to book it elsewhere, didn't work. I ended up spending almost $300 for um, the driving tour, but my guide ended up hooking it up for me so that I was able to um, do like a 10 minute camel ride without having to pay um inclusive of the trip, which would have been like another $75 or another $100. I don't know. It would have been more. He ended up getting it for me for like um, a 10 minute ride versus like the hour ride because it was hot as fuck. And that was way more than enough. So another pro tip, if you're going to do like a desert kind of tour and you don't have like any shade or kind of sun covering to protect you out there, you don't need no full ass hour on like a camel ride or just standing out in the open. Like that's it's a bit much, but anyway, so that's to say that I didn't book in advance. So I ended up spending so much money that window of time, the attention that I decided to save for later ended up costing me more. So the consequence of waiting was spending booking more. However, I learned in Costa Rica that sometimes booking things in advance can have as much of a negative consequence, if you will, as not booking something in advance. So I ended up booking this incredibly great beach tour, right? And it was a good time. It was slated to be a good time, but I ended up the day before just canceling it. And since it was within 24 hours, I lost all my money. So it was well over a hundred dollars. It wasn't anything like no two, $300. It was maybe like 115, $120. But for me at the time, it was more interesting for me to go to a rainforest. Like I'd never been to a rainforest or a jungle. Like I'd never been to one at that time. Uh, have I, I don't know. We don't have rainforests here in the States as far as I know, because we are not a tropical climate, even though yeah, we have like Everglades, we've got Bayou, but we don't have like rainforests to my understanding. And I'm pretty fucking sure about that. Like I'd, I'd put, I'd put money on it, but I've been wrong before. But anyway, I ended up canceling the beach trip because I said, been to the beach before, never been to the jungle before. I can get to the beach when I get home, but I can't get to a jungle when I get home. So for me, I lost out on the money that I'd spent on the beach excursion because I, one, waited for the last minute and two, because mostly because I waited for the last minute. Like if I had canceled, I want to say 48 hours or more ahead of time, like before the actual date, I would have likely gotten my money back. But I didn't. But I ended up, you know, losing out on it because at the time the jungle excursion was way more important to me. What else did I have here? Oh, in, was that about? No, it wasn't in, it wasn't there. It was in, in Thailand. Let me change that. In Thailand, I actually experienced jet lag for the first time. I ended up coming in uh, really late, right after the Qatar trip, actually. And I slept for like a day and a half. I didn't get up. It was raining outside. I was tired as fuck. There was, I was actually really stressed when I got to the room because I put on the news and they were talking about um, 
closing airspace over Qatar. I don't remember what the, po- the political event or something happened and they were talking about closing off airspace and I'm like, oh, bitch, like I gotta go back through Qatar to get home. I was still pretty new to traveling. Even now, if I would have experienced that again, I wouldn't necessarily be 100% sure what to do. Like at what point do you decide to, um, you know, decide to stay? If when there are ten, like political and military tensions going on where your travels may be impacted, like how much of a risk do you gauge? Now we've also got the risk of COVID, whether or not, you know, numbers are going to go up, whether or not uh, restrictions are going to be placed, whether or not we have to deal with um, new testing rules in, you know, the middle of international travel or even domestic travel. Like you, you never really know in a lot of cases. But um, in that case, I decided to sleep through. I listened to my body, which was important. But I ended up sleeping for like a day and a half and I missed out the opportunity of experiencing the any semblance of a beautiful beach in Thailand, which was heartbreaking to me because Thailand is known to have some of the most beautiful beaches in the world. And sadly, the beach that I was staying um, closest to that I could walk from the resort that I stayed at was not nice. It was disgusting. It was not clean. Um, God willing, it's been, you know, some organization or peoples or whomever stepped in and, you know, done it justice. But at the time I was there, it was gross. There was trash everywhere. It was trash in the water, like negative two out of 10, highly don't recommend. Um, But I tried to thug it out and to enjoy it, but I ended up missing the opportunity for a nice beach in Thailand, which (laughs) still sat over. Um, What else did I have on here? London. Oh, London was a fun time, honey. I ended up deciding prior to that trip that I wanted to wing it and just show up without any plans. Catastrophe. I ended up really having a difficult time. I landed in the, um, I think I landed into Gatwick and I was in tears because by this point I was fucking exhausted And I don't even ask me where I was right before that. It was someplace else in Europe, I want to say, because London was like the final leg. It was like the final layover before I ended up going back home. And I had overdrafted in the bank. Like I had no cash. Well, I had cash on me, but I had like no money in on my debit card. I had like an Amex and I was not able, a lot of places don't accept Amex. So I was stuck with whatever cash I had on me and my Amex. So it wasn't like I was completely broke. I wasn't destitute, like, oh my God, how am I going to eat? Thank God that wasn't the case. But when you are exhausted and have no place to stay, because remember I didn't book anything, it was overwhelming. Okay. I was beside myself. I'm just sitting in the airport crying and y'all, it was a time. I pulled this together a few hours later and, um, you know, it just was the worst, uh, decision for me 
to make for myself. That's something that I do not think I will do again in the future. I think that every time I go someplace, I can't, I need to have something planned. That was not a fun experience. I think, um, in that case, I, you know, should have done a better job at considering my personality and who I was in terms of, I mean, granted my personality, who I am, certain things I'll take a risk on other things. I will not, I will always, um, not always. That's a lie. I am more likely to take a risk on myself when it comes to, um, this is weird. Like it's going to sound weird coming out, but I'll take a risk when it comes to my physical safety, but not necessarily when it comes to um, like a gamble in terms of a tangible good or like a, a, a money, if you will. I'm not a gambler. I, for me, it just doesn't connect. Like I will set a threshold of money that I am okay with losing, giving away, never seeing again. What am I okay with spending, right? I'm spending on the experience of playing this game. However, I don't necessarily gamble with the intentions to like double my money or because I don't understand most of the games. So that being said, I would rather take a gamble on like a really like difficult hike or, you know, I'd rather risk, you know, swimming with wild animals in the ocean. I would rather take those gambles, those risks because and like, trust that I am going to listen to my body and read the room or read the environment, the situation that I'm in and kind of move in a way that's going to keep me safe more so than I am willing to like just bet on other people being able to um, keep me safe or like I'm willing to gamble that I can get a good result more so than I'm willing to gamble that someone else can get me a good result. Like I don't like blind chances. And for me, gambling with money is like a blind chance. You know what I mean? So I know that I can carry, like I can move, I can balance, I can, you know, push through certain pain and I can get a hike done or I know I can swim. Like I'm not a great swimmer, but I know I can swim. I know that when I get to a point where I know in a certain amount of time, a bitch is about to be tired, party done. Like where's the boat? Put me back on. You know what I mean? Like, or I'll know I'll have something in place so that, um, like I know where my outs are. I know what my options are. I know how to pick up and move or I know where all of my like personal belongings. You see what I'm saying? Like there are different risks that I'm okay with taking. And, um, yeah, those are, for me, I am more willing to deal with those consequences. The consequences of me being like stuck climbing down from something or stuck climbing up to something or, um, that I will be able to handle some kind of physicality in terms of like climbing over through, like that doesn't really bother me, but so I lose more money than I intended to. Those are consequences that I'm not necessarily uh, willing or wanting to deal with because I feel like that for me, I'm going to rabbit hole more quickly into ways for those things to go wrong than I can for, okay, so I fall. All right. So I, you know, hurt my knee or I hurt my ankle. I've had a busted knee. I've had a busted ankle before. Like, 
I'm good at limping or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know why that makes more sense to me, but then why do people feel okay gambling their rent money or their mortgage money or their children's tuition? And it is what it is, you know? Everybody's got their thing. But the same way I mentioned the negative consequences of all those things, there were also really positive consequences to all of those decisions that initially seemed to be off-putting or negative or less desirable. So in Barcelona, I ended up not really being able to experience the city as frequently or as in depth as I would have liked to. However, when the opportunity struck to do something completely new to me, I jumped on it because I knew I wouldn't be able to have the same access from where I was staying to the city. So when I finished the day tour, while I was tired, I decided to, I went with um, homegirl that I made on the the bus trip. It was like a 13 hour trip and we were sitting next to each other, became friendly. And she was just like, I'm pretty sure there's something going on in the city. Let's figure it out. Like there's going to be like a bazaar or like a, a, what do you call it? Not an open market, but like a fair, like a block party, you know, like some shit going on outside. And so we left the bus drop off. We ended up taking the subway and we went to another area in like not far from the city center, but still in Barcelona. And we went to an incredible, actually, no, we were by water. I don't know if that means city center or not. Geography ain't never been my bag, but I know we got on the train for a little bit and we ended up having the most incredible. I had the most incredible time, live music live dancing, food, um, tons of little tables and little shops and things to buy things from. Yeah. Insane. I was so moved by some of the dancers. I sat there and cried. Like it was such a beautiful experience. And I absolutely, that's one of those things that was just like, what's the word? Uh, serendipity. Like it, it, it just, worked out in such a way that I do not think I would have, I don't know, it's possible that I would have been able to have that experience had I been staying in the city center, but I don't think that same urgency would have been there for me. I think that if I knew it was there, I may not have taken the risk and, you know, gone the extra mile after being out all freaking day. And that ended up being such an incredible consequence. It was a result of my decision and which led me to the decision-making process that I went through that landed me there. So in that case, it worked out for what it was. And in um, Thailand, while I ended up sleeping through Fifi, it made me want to explore the area that I was in a little bit more. And I ended up having the absolute best spa day. I think I spent like six hours in that shop. I got like a two hour back massage, an hour foot massage, mani-pedi. I think I did a fake, y'all, I did it all. And I had the fucking best time. Excuse me. I ended up only spending, I spent less than a hundred dollars at that. And that was with a very generous tip. So it was, while I didn't get the 
experience I thought I was going to get, the consequence led me to kind of just deal with what I had at hand. And I ended up enjoying the space that I was in. I found really good restaurants by where I was staying instead of just going to the, um, the resort restaurants, I would go outside and go eat. And I ended up actually, after I came back from doing, um, I want to say big Buddha and I think it was watch along. Oh yeah. And that elephant ride, which, um, that's another conversation, but I'm not interested in really doing, um, close contact with animals that aren't in captivity. I don't know. It was just, it was a weird thing. It was like the whole elephant thing versus, I don't know. But anyway, that ended up, when I tell y'all, I almost, I don't know if y'all can see it from here. Let me, so if you're watching on the YouTube, I'm pointing out one of the tattoos one of the tattoos in my sleeve, this one here, this was probably the second tattoo I had on this arm. I think I got like nine total now. It's a travel sleeve, if you didn't know. Feel free to holler at the Instagrams if you wanna see that. Um, however, the tattoo almost didn't happen. So my goofy ass paid for it in full before I got it done. And I want to say that was, let's just say it was Wednesday. I was scheduled to get it done on Friday before I left. I had plenty of time. That wasn't the problem. So apparently the island loses power frequently, um, at least in the area that I was in. And it had happened once on the resort prior, but the resort has backup generators. So they were able to kind of kick that in pretty quickly afterwards. And I wasn't really inconvenienced. Well, uh, that isn't the same story for all of the establishments and the businesses along the same street that the hotel was on. That being said, I had paid for it on say like Wednesday, I was walking from where the driver had dropped me off to go get like something to eat. And randomly one of the guys from the shop stopped me and was just like, you're the girl getting a tattoo tomorrow. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, why do you know this? And I was really about to be real defensive, but then I was just like, oh, he looked like that nigga that was sitting by the door. Wait a minute. Yeah. What's going on? And sure enough, they were going to have a, they knew in advance that they were going to have an outage on the Friday. And he was like, well, can you come today? And so it was just like, huh? Yeah. Thanks for that. Because one, how the hell was y'all going to give me my, how would you, how would I ever get a refund from that? You know what I mean? Like an international refund from, it, it was, it was just like a weird situation. It was a little janky. So I was just like, yeah, don't know if that would have worked out. So I'm really glad that I ended up getting that, um, going for that walk. I'm glad I ended up exploring the area that I was in because I would have missed all my money and missed out on my tattoo. Additionally, it ended up then being, since I didn't go to Fifi, I ended up getting the tattoo the day before. So I also couldn't go back or to another beach the next day or later that day because now I have frushing. So, you know, consequence. But again, I ended up making sure that I got my tattoo and I fucking love that tattoo. So very glad that that happened. Again, consequence of me having to be out and about because I wasn't able to go to the beach made for a much better result for me in the long run of things, the grander picture, if you will. So London, the positive consequence to actually just calming Lefa down after I did choose, uh, I stayed at a hostel. My little brother actually stayed there maybe like a year or two before I had done. 
And I ended up having a really cool, I guess, suite mate or a hostel mate. And she was so bomb. And I had a homegirl kind of give me a pep talk and was just like, yo, go out, go out, figure it out, but get outside. You didn't get that far to just sit inside and like mull and roll around in your feelings. So my hostel mate, my little sweet mate was just like, well, I'm going into town. Do you want to split an Uber with me? Do you want to just take a taxi with me? And she was just like, well, I can drop you off someplace along the way. And then you can walk back if you're not interested in coming to the club with me because I was by no stretch of the imagination going to change my clothes. I ain't have nothing dressy. I think I was in Norway prior. I was. I was in Norway prior because I remember I had on the same blue coat. Um, and I had like on a flannel shirt, some like hiking boots and some jeans. And she was just like, yeah, I don't think that's going to go for the discotheques. You don't have like heels. And mind you, her outfit was black to me. <laughs> but um, I get it. You know, like I wouldn't have been able to get into the little club with the outfit I had on. Wasn't interested in changing. So she was like, guess what? We're going to split the difference. How about you just ride with me? I'll drop you off someplace and you can at least enjoy the city. And so while I had the worst experience in that airport and I had the worst time trying to figure out which one of those hostels to choose, the one I actually chose ended up being what helped me enjoy the place that I was in. Because I was there, she was able to extend that helping hand and help me to actually get out of my head and get out of the room. So while it was a struggle to fucking get there and while I had to learn kind of like a, a lesson, in the uh, process of getting there, the decision I ended up being able to make because of all of that absolutely helped me enjoy my stay while I was there. I had the best time just randomly walking around. She dropped me off near Big Ben. I want to say that may have been two miles from where we were staying, maybe three. And I ended up just walking in the rain. Um, It was night. And I still had a grand old fucking time just walking around the streets, just exploring, just looking at shit, taking pictures. And it, it was nice. I I gotta say that I ended up having, um, an experience that I think worked in my favor. I did not necessarily enjoy the bar slash, uh, well, yeah, just like the bar kind of dance floor scene. The uh, hostel I was staying at had a bar and like a dining space downtown. That was also open to the public. It was kind of like a, it was a spot because the shit was packed. And I did not have a good experience down there. I had gone after I came back from my walk down for a drink and was so glad that I ended up not booking the um, the beer or the, what do you call it, like a bar hop that the hostel was offering because I did not enjoy that. I didn't like the area. I didn't, it's not that I didn't like the area. I did not like that bar. I did not like the people at that bar. And um, that made me glad that I didn't choose to do like the little bar hopping or the bar tour part of the uh, offering at the hostel. My little walk was perfect. It was perfect. And I'm glad that that ended up going that way. With Costa Rica, the not going to the beach, I ended up realizing that 
I was better served at that fucking jungle. I had the most incredible time. Not only was my driver, Benny, mad bomb, but I had the entire experience to myself. I ended up doing zip lining. I ended, I didn't have to wait for anybody. I like the whole, there was nobody waiting for me. So I could take my minute to kind of like, Ooh, on that first platform where it's to me, the scariest is the first platform. Cause you don't really know that sensation. You don't know what to expect. It was a lot of things going through my mind. That first platform, that was the scariest. And I was able to take my time, sit in that fear and then follow up and like, just go through with it because I didn't have people rushing me. And I wasn't, you know, in my head, like, looking at somebody else, letting them scare me out of it or letting their no fear kind of just make me rush into it and not fully enjoy my own experience. So I ended up enjoying that. I, I experienced some of the most incredible, most beautiful views I've ever seen in my life. I'd say top three views on the horseback ride through the jungle. Um, and I ended up doing the best nature hike. I got to try termites, oddly enough, which was strange. They taste kind of carroty if you're interested. Um, I ended up getting to make sugarcane candies. I ended up getting to, you know, like walk an oxen, like, you know, tell the, it was the best fucking day. I cannot, I know that I would not have had that much fun at the beach. Beaches are cool, but this day was like, I would, I felt like, you know, you got like the queen for the day pass where, um, you know, everyone just caters to you. I was literally catered to the entire day and I could not have asked for a better day. So the consequence of losing the money on that beach trip ended up working out for me so much better than I could have envisioned. Like I could not have seen that going any better. And like I mentioned before with Qatar, not booking in advance had his downside, but my driver that I ended up getting because I booked through the hotel, mad chill. He made me feel so comfortable, especially considering there are no streets in the desert. There are no roads. You are in the middle of absolutely nothing but sand and fucking sun and sky. And that can be kind of scary. That can be intimidating. And the driver that I had, the guide that I had made me feel safe and made me not feel like I was going to be kidnapped and lost somewhere on this trip. And I think the extra, maybe, maybe not, but in my mind, like the extra, um, not padding, but that middle space of the hotel being who I booked from. Like if I didn't show up, I didn't end up checking out of the room and they ended up seeing all my things in there. Like someone would have noticed as opposed to, you know, you book on Expedia or Viator who follows up. Um, so in hindsight, I really am glad that I got the experience that I got and I really wanted this. And I hope that it has shown itself to be such a reminder that, Again, it doesn't necessarily have to go the way you intended for it to still go well. While I ended up having some negative consequences because things worked out the way they did, because those things worked out in a possibly less than favorable or a less than anticipated way, I ended up getting 
in a lot of cases, something so much better than I anticipated getting before. So when I'm stressing over a decision to make when, and which I'm in the middle of doing now because we are planning um, some trips coming up for the rest of the year. But when I'm like getting in my head over things that I've got upcoming, I like to remind myself not to fucking Bob Ross it. That just because I make a choice doesn't necessarily mean that it is a bad choice. It's not good or bad. It's not right or wrong. It's just information. And I try to remind myself that consequences don't always have to be good or bad. Consequences don't have to be right or wrong. Consequences are just information. They are just results. It is what has happened as a result of a decision that you made. And a lot of the decisions that I've made, while have not always, you know, uh, been my first option, I've been able to bounce back from. So whether it is travel, whether it is regular life, because travel is so much more than vacation, I do try to consistently remind myself that I learned a fucking lot. And I learned a lot of those things that I fucking learned through experiences and travel, through trial and error, through fucking things up, through getting them wrong and then figuring out how to make it right. And for me, that is where I try to hang my hat. My hang my hat. I try to remind myself that consequences are part of life. Decisions that you make, things you do, they're going to have results and you just have to cater them, open your mind and be able to bounce back and shift, not just stop, but shift and make sure that you are getting the best out of the situation that you can. So folks, as a reminder and a closing, this was nice and short. I am pleased because I am sleepy. I'm tired today, y'all. But um, I want to finish out with a reminder that if you are listening to this on the Thursday, the last day of March, this is your last day to um, try and win your Liberate Botanica gift shop uh, card. I'm doing a gift card there. So that's a $50 gift card. All it is, is signing up for the, uh, what do you call it? The mailing list. I don't have a bunch of hoops for you to jump through. That link is in the description box. Um, also there is a giveaway tab on the website. Um, at any given time, you can just check that and see what giveaways I have going on. I believe, I don't know if it's running now or not, but there, if not, it's a, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to run that one for April. So stay tuned for the next episode to hear what that giveaway is, or just holla at the website and you'll see the tab, but that'll be live come April. So if you're listening to this, uh, the end of March or the beginning of April, you will, um, and this is before episode, what am I up to one? This is 181, 182. Let's see what we're up to. Where's episode descriptions? We're up to episode 182. So if you are listening to this prior to 183's release, where I'm obviously going to mention it, it'll be on the website, travelingshippodcast.com where uh, you can find out what that next giveaway is. But for now, Liberate Botanica. Thank you to those of you who have already uh, filled out the listener survey. If you haven't, that is also in the description box. I would love if you can take the description so that I can develop a couple of the ideas that I have in mind, um, inclusive of some of the things that you guys are interested in. 
So I would love to know how many of you are interested in couples trips? How many of you are interested in travel with family? How many of you are interested in mostly solo travel? Like what all focus should future episodes and people that I collaborate with, brands that I work with in the future, what should they include? What are you interested in knowing more about? What are you interested in, um, you know, doing things that you've done again, what are you interested in doing more of? So I would love to hear from you guys and get to know you so that I can also better serve you. Um, Otherwise, that is all. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.